It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 86 of the old radio comedy podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I hope everyone is staying safe. And I hope everyone has been taking lots of lime jello baths. Today's show is an episode of My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball as Liz Cooper and Richard Denning as her husband, George. Although originally their last names were the Cougats, before being changed to Cooper in 1949 to avoid confusion with the popular band leader, Xavier Cougat. Stop what you're doing, sit back and relax for the April 9th, 1950 episode of My Favorite Husband in just a few moments. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Yes, it's the Gay Family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. in on the Coopers tonight, George and Liz are entertaining Mr. Atterbury and his wife, Iris. Dinner is over, and Iris has called Liz to one side. Liz, what? If we want to get to that movie, we've got to get the boys out of here before they start talking stamp collecting. Let's hustle them right out to a show. Okay. Hey, what are you two girls whispering about? Oh, nothing. Well, what do we do tonight? Hey, let's go to a movie. Oh! That's a wonderful idea. Movie? Movie? Gosh, I'm glad you thought of it, Iris. I, um, I wonder what time the feature starts. 7.34. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's a planned campaign. <laughs> Looks like we're stuck, boy. Well, better be a good picture. Iris, isn't it amazing what marriage does to a man? What do you mean, girl? That man who just said it better be a good picture is the same one who used to say, who cares about the picture? Let's sit in the balcony and neck. Never mind, Liz. We went to the theater for two years before I found out they also had movies. Liz. I thought it was an indoor park. All right, Liz. Never, never would have seen a picture if I hadn't learned to kiss with my eyes open. Now that will do. I know just how you feel, Liz. Now, Iris. It's true, Rudolph. It's been years since we sat in a movie with your arm around my waist. It's been years since my arm would reach around your waist. Oh, now, 
Now, now, let's not fight. Come on. Whose car should we go in? Well, let's all go in ours. All right. Oh, Iris, I have a wonderful idea. What? Well, it's pretty revolutionary, but just for a change, you sit in front with Rudolph, and I'll sit in back with George. You mean each sit with our own husband? Well, it does sound silly, doesn't it? I guess we better go normal marriage style. The two men in front and the two women in back. We can try it the other way if you want, Liz. Oh, come now, boy. What would people say? Anyway, it would be dangerous with Rudolph driving. He'd have to turn all the way around to talk to George. He could talk to you. About what? (laughs) Okay. The jokes are starting to hurt. Let's get going, huh? Okay. And to show you what a sport I am, I won't even show Mr. Atterbury my new stamps. Oh, good. Now, come on. What new stamps? Nothing. Tell him on the way, George. Oh, it's not much. I got a full sheet of ten Frank Andorras. No! Oh, I've got to see those. Rudolph, we don't have time. Oh, it'll just take a second. No, absolutely no. Now, they're right here in the den. Wait till you see how these Andorras are perforated. You come right back or I'll perforate your Andorra. <laughs> I'll give you two minutes, Rudolph. <laughs> Hurry up. I'll go down with three. Oh, darn. I was just getting ready to gin. What's the score, Liz? Fifteen games for you and twenty-two games for me. <laughs> what time is it? One-thirty. And they're still in there. Oh, Iris, this is disgraceful. We're playing second fiddle to a stamp collection. Yeah. We don't have hobbies. We have hobbies. <laughs> and when they come out, I know just what they'll say. Well, I thought you girls wanted to go to the show. Why aren't you ready? If I hear that once more, I'll scream. Oh, you're a lucky man, boy. Well, it is a nice collection. See, that didn't take long, did it, Liz? No. Well, I thought you girls wanted to go to the show. Why aren't you ready? (laughs) She said she would, too. What's going on here? George Cooper, have you any idea what time it is? It's 1.30. 1.30? No! Yeah! We've just been sitting here. You don't care what happens to us. Oh, yes, we do. Well, certainly. I've always told you I, I wish you felt the same way about stamps that I do. Oh, we'd love to have you girls uh, share in our hobbies. Yes, we'd be delighted to welcome you as fellow philatelists. Hmm. Well, you don't have to get nasty about it. <laughs> He's talking about stamp collecting. It's called philately. Well, philoey to philately. <laughs> Who cares about those stale bits of colored paper? Now, now, why fight about it? We've missed the picture. Let's go down to the corner and get a hamburger or something. Yeah, I'm hungry. Well, I, I don't know. It's 1.30, and George and I have to get up at 7 o'clock. Tomorrow's Saturday. Well, I know. We're uh, uh, going to play golf. Another hobby rears his ugly club head. (laughs) Well, Iris, aren't we selfish? First, we want to cut into their stamp time by going to a movie. And now we insist on going out to eat when they need their sleep to play golf. Aren't you ashamed? I wish I were dead. (laughs) Lotus bud. 
I think you're being very unreasonable, Liz. Oh, I'm sorry. Iris, why don't you and I make a little seat with our hands and carry Mr. Atterbury to the car to save his strength for golf? Now, wait a minute. Oh, that's a good idea. Up the daisy. Oh, now, cut that out. I get the idea. Lay off me, will you? What are you doing here so early? I just dropped Sneed and Hogan off at the golf club. I thought this would be a good time for us to have a council of war on this hobby business. Yeah, come on in. I've been thinking about it, too. They either golf us to death or stamp us to death. Disgraceful. Well, what are we going to do about it? Hey, I heard of an old Indian cure. You let your husband smell the smoke from a burning stamp collection. Oh, no. I tried to get rid of George's stamps once. You want to get killed? Was he mad? Wow. And there was nothing to get mad about. I wasn't wasting his stamps. I was using them to mail letters. Very considerate. Yeah, I didn't even touch the new ones. I was only using the real old ones. Uh, pardon me, Mrs. Cooper. Uh, may I say something? Sure, Katie. What is it? Well, I don't think you can do anything about the stamps. But as an ex-member of the Golf Widows Society, I could make a suggestion. The chair recognizes Katie. Well, my first husband, Clarence, used to play golf every weekend. And one Saturday afternoon, my brother stopped in to see me and left his cigar in the ashtray. When Clarence came home, I told him about it. And he never played golf again. Why not? I don't have a brother. <laughs> the cigar on the lawn. <laughs> Why, Katie. Oh, Katie, you're a sly one. Hey, that's not a bad idea, Iris. Jealousy is the one thing that might keep them home. Why can't we buy a couple of cigars and leave the butts in the ashtray? <laughs> well, in the first place, both our husbands smoke cigars. Neither of them has smoked a cigar since New Year's. They made a resolution. Well, in the second place, to become a butt, a cigar has to be smoked. <laughs> does? Yeah. They don't sell them half smoke, do they? I don't know. Look in the telephone book under used cigars. <laughs> well, we're not going to let a little thing like this stop us. Come on, we'll find one. Well, where are you going to find a half smoked cigar? I don't know, but we'll find one if we have to stand in front of the pool hall and wait for a throwaway. <laughs> Silly, we'll never find a cigar. I've got a stiff neck from looking down so much. Well, keep looking. What are you walking so funny for? Huh? Oh, I guess I got this way from walking with one foot in the gutter. <laughs> Liz, listen. Let's buy the cigars and ask somebody to smoke them for us. Well, all right. Oh, wait, look. Huh? Getting out of that car. A cigar. <laughs> Liz. Huh? It's got a man attached to it. I know, but he, he looks like he's almost finished. Come on, let's follow him. He is. But he's going to throw it away. Oh, no. He's taking another puff. Oh, what a cheapskate. Look how short he's smoking it. He could leave a little for us. There, he's 
He's throwing it away. I'll get it. Lives at least wait till it hits the ground. <laughs> well, okay. Now, go get your cigar. He's gone in that building. You wait here. Oh, no, you don't. I've seen that place. <laughs> That's my snipe. Hand it here. I got butsies. You got whatsies? Whatsies. I seen it first. You did not. I seen it first. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. What's that mean? Well, it's a lot like butsies. Hand over that butter. I'll break your sniping arm. of you. Help, Robert! This thing's right my butt! Quiet! Keep quiet. I'll give you a dollar for it. They stole my... A buck? Yeah. But that's a twofer. Isn't it a cigar? Yeah. Yeah, but it's a twofer. Two for a nickel. Well... You see, I don't want a new one. Huh? I'd rather have one that's been smoked. Kid, you've been out in the sun too long without a hat. <laughs> see you around. Well, wait a minute. Here's your dollar. Skip it. They see me with you, they might think I helped you escape. <laughs> Did you get it? You are looking at Liz Cooper, girl bum. <laughs> You did? How? Well, I just saw a man smoking a cigar and asked him if I could have it. (laughs) And he gave it to you? Yeah. He gave me a dime, too, and muttered something about a cup of coffee. (laughs) Oh, fine. Well, come on. Let's go plant these cigar butts in our living room. Okay. Uh, Pardon me, ladies. Uh, Would you give me a light? What? Well, I'm out of matches. I noticed you were smoking, and I thought you could give me a light from one of your... cigars. Hi, honey. I'm home. I'm in the living room, dear. Phew, what a day. I'm bushed. I think I'll go up and take a shower before dinner. Uh, wouldn't you like a piece of candy before you take your shower? What? There's some real good candy over there by the ashtray. Uh, no, thanks. I'll, uh, I'll just take my well, shower. Well, a get... new magazine came today. It's right over there, under the ashtray. <laughs> Liz, what are you driving at? Do you, do you want me to take my shower in the ashtray? Well, no, it's just that... Hey, and why don't you clean out that ashtray once in a while? Hey, wait a minute. How did that cigar get in there? Cigar? Liz, who's been smoking cigars in my house? Uh, you have. This isn't my brand. It's a cheap cigar. Liz, is there another? Another? You don't know the trouble I had with this one. Now, now don't try to clown your way out of this, Liz. Who smoked it? Well, I'll tell you the truth, George. But remember, it's your fault. My fault? If you're going to be gone every Saturday and Sunday playing golf and leave a gorgeous creature home all alone, who can be responsible? (laughs) Liz. Liz, do you mean that... 
I'll get that. Now, you, you stay right here. I'm not through with you. Hello? George, boy, this is Miss Radderberry. Oh, uh, yes, sir? Do you have a cigar in your ashtray? <laughs> Gosh, I knew it was cheap, but I didn't think you could smell it clear over there. I found a cigar over here, too. Boy, that guy really gets around. It was the strangest thing. When I came home, I lay down on the sofa. Pretty soon, Iris came sneaking into the living room, opened her purse, took out a dead cigar butt, and put it in the ashtray. No. But just as she started across the room with it, I sneezed. Well, what happened? The cigar and the ashtray are now in the chandelier. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, we're married to a couple of crafty characters, boy. They're trying to frame us with the old jealousy angle. Oh, so that's what they're up to. Yeah. Well. George, what are you talking about so long? Yeah, well, uh, thanks for calling. Goodbye, Mr. Atterbury. What's for dinner, Liz? What's for dinner? George, have you forgotten our terrible domestic crisis? No, but I've been thinking it over, dear. I play golf on weekends. You're entitled to your fun, too. What? All right, George. It's on your shoulders. You know the old saying, when the cat's away. Yeah, the mouse will plant phony cigars in the ashtray. It was not a phony cigar. It was a real one, and a real man was here, and how'd you find out it was a fake? Iris forgot to check the sofa before she set the scene. Mr. Atterbury saw all. Oh! <laughs> well, I'll take my shower now, and then I better nap. I'll need my strength for golf tomorrow. Oh, go stick your head in a sand trap. <laughs> Come on in. The Council of War meets again. What's up? I have a new plan. We're going to share their hobby. If we can't get them to stay home, we're going to go and play golf with them. I call it Operation Stinker. <laughs> oh. So that's why you told me to find a pair of Rudolph's old golf knickers. Yeah, I dug up some of George's plus fours. Come on, we got to get out there before they tee off. Nice day for golf, eh, George? Beautiful. I hope we find someone to fill out the foursome. Well, I sent the caddy into the clubhouse to look. If he doesn't find anyone, we'll go as a twosome. Hmm. Oh, here he is. Oh, uh, any luck? Oh, yes, sir. I uh, found a couple of members looking for a game. Here they come now. Oh, I hope they're good players. Yeah. What are they wearing? <laughs> oh, Jack. Bloomers. <laughs> no, plus fours. The ones on the left look more like plus eights. <laughs> No, it's Iris and Liz. Quick, boy, pretend we haven't seen them. Go ahead, tee off. Now, Caddy, give me a club. Never mind, just throw a ball down and kick it. As you were, boy, we're trapped. <laughs> now, look, Iris, fun is fun, but you don't know how to play golf. I do, too. Liz taught me. Yeah. Liz taught you? She doesn't know a thing about it. I do, too. I saw it in the newsreel. <laughs> well, boy, let's face it like men. After all, we asked them to share our hobbies. I'll start. 
The club, please, Johnny. Hey, Yasser. All right. Now, a little courtesy, please. I'm going to drive. Oh, isn't this exciting, Iris? <laughs> What did he stop for? Please, Liz. He wants you to pay attention while he drives. Why, the big ham. Liz, I would like to drive. Well, what's stopping you? I was afraid my swinging would interfere with your conversation. No, go ahead. You don't bother me. Liz, to put it politely, shut up when someone is driving. Ooh. <laughs> well, here goes. Nice shot, Mr. Atterbury. I didn't see it. It's out there. Now, quiet, please. I'll drive. Hmm. Right down the middle. I didn't see it. Neither did I. They're just making it up. <laughs> Which one of you cares to go first? Uh, you go first, Diedrichson. All right. Hand me the club. <clears throat> Is it all right to stand like this, Rudolph? Don't ask me. I didn't see the newsreel. You look great, babe. Go ahead. All right. Here goes. Uh, quiet, please. The ball or the club? The ball went two feet. The club went 20 yards. Don't be a fool, Iris. Play the club. Come on, Liz. It's your turn. Okay. Stand back, everybody. Which club should I use? Well, it's only a 200-yard hole, so uh, why don't you use a spoon? Wise guy, huh? Hand me a caddy. Before this goes any further, here's a driver. Okay, here I go. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? I can't see it. Look down. there. You did. You haven't hit it yet. Oh, well, here I go. Well, here I go. Well, here I go. Not even close. Am I getting warm? If you are, it's from the exercise. Liz, hmm? you see that uh, green plot of grass way down there? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, now try to put the ball on it. Put the ball on the green. Here I go. I hit it! I hit it! Where did it go? It's going into the woods. No, no, no. It hit a tree. It's, it's bouncing out. It's, it's going into the trap. No, no. It hit a stone. It, it's going into the water hole. No, it isn't. It's rolling across the bridge. Yeah, it's on the green. <laughs> Everybody, let's see how close it is. All right. Oh, there it is. There's the ball. It's just a couple of feet from the flag. Liz, you almost got a hole in one. A hole in one what? <laughs> oh, no, no. 
Liz. You see this green? Yes. Well, there's a little hole right in the middle of it. You're supposed to put the ball in the hole. Oh, you wouldn't tell me that back there. <laughs> oh, Cat, no. I want my shot over. Now, Liz. I want my shot over. George, there's only one course of action indicated. I agree with you, Mr. Atterbury. Shall we break our clubs all together or one at a time? Uh, one at a time. Caddy, my driver. Brandy. Boom. Matthew. Oh, what a shame. And I was Butter. just beginning to like this game. favorite husband has been presented through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. Forces Network, Europe. I hope you enjoyed the episode, Husband's Hobbies from My Favorite Husband. I know I did. That's one of the greatest classic comedy radio shows, in my opinion. If you're enjoying the podcast, and I know you are, then please give us a five-star review on whichever podcast app you're using. It really helps us grow our listenership. I gotta run. Time to take the dog to his swimming class. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. La, 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 la.